0: I don't know! I don't know! know. Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Don't Butcher It, a show where I practice being myself so I'm not overwrought by constant overthinking about one single interaction that I had with another human being. (laughs) Today, I have another solo episode for you. And this episode is... A product of a lot of brainstorming, but also this very visceral reaction I had towards someone who I recently saw use the word, or rather the phrase, fake it till you make it. This is a phrase that I used to use a lot. And when I go back to that time in which I was using that phrase a lot, I realized that I was very unhappy when that was my motto. This is not to say that this motto is is good or bad, or using it makes you good or bad. But rather, I'm just curious about what it means to fake it till you make it. And if it actually is bad to do that, if you're not doing it in a productive way. And that may not make sense right now, but hopefully it will by the end of this episode. I've always been someone who's been afraid of what other people think of me. And I definitely think that desire for external validation is rooted in beliefs that were developed during my childhood. And I'm trying to be more cognizant about how much I blame Indian culture for my trauma. <laughs> and mainly because I don't want to to vilify Indian culture. It's just that I so happened to get the short end of the stick when it came to Indian culture and interacting with other Indians because of my, my background. Um, you know, I have a lot of just like characteristics um, in terms of my story and how I was raised, and who I was raised by, that kind of makes me a stick in the mud in the Indian American community. Um, And I'm very aware of that. I have this, like, massive amount of external self-awareness because of this. So going back to why I don't want to vilify the Indian community is because one of the reasons I have so many issues with external validation is because in the Indian American community, external validation is big, I'm sure anyone listening to this podcast has heard of Hassan Minaj, um, but he really explained in a very powerful way what lokya kahenge is, the notion of it. It's not just the idea of like people talking about you. It's the idea that your life will literally be reduced to what other people think of you. And you have to do everything you can to control other people's perceptions of you. And that's a very real thing, you know, like, I have literally heard, and I love this woman, don't get me wrong, she's my biggest inspiration, but she's also a product of a lot of, you know, messed up societal issues, and, you know, she's a woman, my grandma, has always said things to me along the lines of like, oh, no, 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 like, don't do all that. This person will think that's bad. Or like, oh, don't do that. This person will say this. And growing up, I'm like, oh, okay. I should avoid people doing that at all costs. Um, I was taught the illusion of control, you see. <laughs> so my entire life, I've and I don't want to reduce myself to this, but it is something I've struggled with, uh, people-pleasing. And I struggled with it because I thought that pleasing people or whatever people pleasing looked like. Um, And it looked like very different depending on the situation. Um, I thought that would be the solution to avoid any negativity or drama, so so to speak. Uh, You can ask me how well that's gone for me. Not very well. (laughs) This desire to always please others and perform based on feedback of people who don't really matter has resulted in A, me blowing up at unreasonable times because all of the built-up resentment definitely leads to the blow-up and sometimes uh, people who don't deserve it are the collateral damage. And two, it's led to me creating a very well-strategized version of myself for the past like 22 years that was completely powered by the saying, fake it till you make it. To define fake it till you make it, you know, it depends on what making it you know, quote unquote, making it is for you. In my context, and in the context of this episode, it's it's being confident. Making it like is that sense of security in who you are. But I also think it could mean like getting the job you want or getting into the college you want or meeting the kind of person you want to date or just whatever goal that you have. But either way, it tends to be like action rooted in something external more than internal. And that's dangerous if it's your everyday thing, like even the confidence thing, like the idea of faking it till you make it in terms of like faking confidence till you actually have confidence. At the end of the day, you don't build confidence by other people thinking that you're confident and that's all that faking that you're making it is in a way. It's rooted in a specific external outcome that prevents you from being honest with yourself and doing the hard thing, which is like the actual hard work of of building confidence. Because even if you get the outcome you want, the outcome can't change the fact that you're unhappy or unhealed or, you know, not secure in many areas of your life. At some point in high school, I was done feeling not confident and thus being treated as such, someone to be walked over or left out. So I figured it would be best to just fake being confident. At least then I could take power away from the people who were hurting me. But the thing was, it only looked like that on the outside. On the inside, I was always still super bitter, constantly comparing myself to others and and waiting to be validated by people who honestly just treated me like shit. Like I would just sit around hoping that they would like me and be my friend and stop leaving me out or stop like talking badly about me. You know, even total strangers at some point, like, their opinion mattered to me. If people were gossiping about me and I didn't know them, I'd be like, okay, what can I do to make them like me? Rather than just being like, you're talking about me. Why does it matter? Like, why would I want to be friends with you anyway? But I didn't have that attitude. I genuinely didn't. And don't get me wrong. Like, validation from people you love is actually really awesome and it can really push you and uplift you. But it's not necessary. And the thing is, I I was getting a lot of support from people who did like me and love me, but it didn't matter because I just hated myself and I had zero confidence and no amount of validation would fix that if it wasn't working from people I love. I don't know why I thought it would ever work trying to cultivate it in people who really didn't matter to me. So the solution to stop feeling this way and hopefully as a result, to stop being treated in a specific way was by faking my confidence. I was already someone who coped by creating an illusion of certainty in her life. I I had everything mapped out throughout high school and even throughout high school and even my first year of college, right? like That illusion of certainty, of control, along with my fake confidence, let me create a perception that I hoped was external more than internal, and that perception was I have my shit together, Upasna has her shit together, Upasna knows exactly what she's doing you know upasna's on top of it and i say that i hoped it was a more external perception because at that point in my life i was comforted by the thought that i could control what other people thought of me and at some point i worked so hard even on an individual basis to control people's perceptions of me this habit and this this sort of mindset really took off in in college. I was running a student-led multicultural organization at a small PWI. And it's easy to get, you know, eyes on you at a school like that, especially if you're a loud, outspoken, mid-sized brown girl with opinions. You know, you stand out. And when I was like running that organization, like I was getting a lot of positive feedback, especially from like white authority figures, which is something that I was, you know, that I internalized growing up, right? The white gaze, you know, when successful, quote unquote, successful white people applaud you, that means you're doing something right. And like throughout college, that was working. And even amongst like other fellow people of color and other fellow queer people, I would always just be so rejuvenated if if someone was validating me. And, like, if someone was actually genuine, too, if they were, like, Upasana, like, I admire you or you inspire me, like, that wouldn't matter to me as much as, like, Upasana works so hard, Upasana does this, Upasana does that. And, like, the funny thing is, even when I would hear that, though, I would still be, like, but I, but no, I don't deserve to be spoken about like that. So it was just, like, this vicious cycle of of just this lack of gratitude for myself the lack of value I had for myself and I sought it out in other people and even when people were giving it to me I still didn't really like it didn't do anything for me because at the core of it you know it doesn't work it doesn't work no amount of validation from other people works if you are incapable of validating yourself and like that's the truth (laughs) And I just let that persona carry on for too long because, once again, I was getting validation for it. And after all, that's what mattered. I didn't even care who was giving me validation. They didn't even have to be a good person. Like, Republican white boys would call me reasonable and I'd be like, oh, MFG, yes, look at me, so reasonable. I can even take on, like, the conservative white boys. Like, (laughs) it was ridiculous. I became an essence of an identity rather than an entire person. And there were moments of clarity when I really saw myself, but then I'd push it away and be like, like, no, you can't be like that. Otherwise, you have to deal with XYZ and XYZ being things that actually have no effect on me, such as people talking about me a certain way or accusing me of something I'd hate to be accused of. I think faking it till you make it can be A very dangerous mindset to have. I think it might be necessary in doses, like if you're at a mixer or a boring networking party, or if you're going to give a speech and you're nervous, or if you go to a like a party or an event and you just like don't know anyone there, like, man, baking confidence can take you far. But I also think it's important to note that while it's really It's also really easy to be obvious that you're faking it. Like insecurity is something that slips out in very discreet ways. And if you're in a room with people who've been lucky enough to get up, get to a point in their lives where they're comfortable with who they are, it's easy to feel like you're going to get sniffed out. But listen, like pure intentions are pure. Like you're not going to look like despo if you're worried about that. Like if you're if you're a genuine, earnest person, And especially if the goal of fake it till you make it is like to feel better about who you are and not to have other people like you or tell you that you're great, then I think that is like a really healthy way to turn that mindset into something positive. If you're someone who only knows how to fake it till you make it, I'm not saying stop altogether. I think I think plenty of people can reach their goals that way. The question is, who will you be when you reach those goals? And will you be at peace? Will you truly be confident? Will everything that makes you you suddenly disappear? Will you suddenly love who you are? Those are the questions that I think you really need to ask yourself. Faking it till you make it can also come from a place of just not knowing who you are or what you're doing yet, and that's okay. But I actually think it's better if we just say that and remove power from the idea of having your shit together or even just, like, not having your shit together. If you're, like, faking that you don't care about what's going on in your life, I also think that's a problem, too. Um. So whatever the case, like, being comfortable in whatever phase you are in your life is... Is okay and it's significant. Removing the guilt from that and the shame from that is so important and really, and really removing it. Not just saying you don't care, but, but secretly despising yourself the past six years for genuinely wasting your gifts and talent or pretending you like doing something or pretending you're good at something. Like you should actually care about removing the guilt of of being in whatever phase in your life that you're in. Because when you remove the guilt, you remove everything that's stopping you from moving forward. Faking it till you make it, if a tool for creating a personality versus finding out what your actual personality is, is just not good for you. Stop wasting your time building something else and and figure out what you like and want and care about and just embrace that. I feel like it's good enough because it's you. There's no need to be anything else, right? The danger of faking it till you make it is that you get farther and farther away from who you really are because you're so concerned with being someone that you aren't yet. Focus on who you are now. Focus on the best parts of who you are now. And, and just go from there because there's no point in losing yourself just to be something palatable for someone else or to create some sort of illusion of certainty or control over your life. It's just not worth it. You are the only person you have for the rest of your life with certainty. All the people we look up to, I can guarantee we look up to them because they're so good at being who they are. All the people you think are cool and innovators and standout, talented, amazing, compassionate humans are are like that because they're good at being themselves or they're at least accepting who they are in any given moment. That's just all I want for every single person in this world. Enough love to just accept who you are, but also enough love to want to be better each and every day to the best of your ability. The balance of giving yourself grace and lighting a fire under your ass to to be better too. I don't know if it's possible to find that balance or to strike it, but I would love it if there were. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Don't Butcher It. Feel free to click on to the next episode or maybe go journal a bit. (laughs) I, I support journaling. Honestly, it's the best. All right, y'all. Talk to you later.